Hello and welcome to Mile a Minute Movie Talk once again. This is episode six. I am confident in saying that um, this time. Uh, sorry for the uh, couple weeks off dealing with personal stuff, but we are back at the best time. Couple days till the Oscars, and you know, as much as we've been talking about them in a lot of the movies, it is finally time for us to talk about the biggest part our predictions who we want to win, and who we think you should look out for. And with the, uh, me, as always, the main host, the one with the most, Dylan, right over there, on the other side of the screen, I'm pointing at him, whichever way. <laughs> whichever way it ends up showing up when it's exported. <laughs> yes. So, yes, we are excited to reveal our different nominations we are going to talk about who we think should win or who we want to win and then who we predict will win and then we will close it with a nominee to look out for as a possible sleeper slash upset pick yes yes so So, i think best to start off with obviously the shorts um these are going to be ones that we haven't seen we watched the animated shorts together i don't think we either either of us saw the live action or short i saw some of the uh, live action because i'd like sneak into the theater on my break and just watch it but like i didn't see any of the full ones um but first off documentary short subject um i think these we can just fly through because we haven't seen them kind of uh my from what i've heard i think the elephant whispers uh is a good favorite uh the same yeah so i think should win but again i haven't seen them so my, yeah. my my real opinion is not in effect on there, but mm-hmm. I do think they also will win. Yeah, I do think that they will win um, a lot with the shorts nowadays. It's kind of like who's behind it or what studio is making it. If it's like a bigger one, they kind of have a good a good grasp on uh, on being able to get it. Uh, but yeah, I think Elephant Whisper. And since we haven't seen, them, I don't really have a want. I think yeah. my sleeper for this would be um, how do you measure a year. I heard someone said that that was cool, but I haven't seen it. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a lookout for on this one either. I feel like yeah. it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah. I want to so. check these all out eventually, but yeah, yeah. It's definitely um, for short film, live action. I think we can just go right into that. Obviously, sure. also didn't see these, <laughs> but um, I think an Irish goodbye just because who's in it, it definitely helps it. Um, I do for think my prediction at least. Are you yeah. predicting that should win or is it? I'm predicting that should win. I feel like it might end up being my uh want, but yeah. I definitely so might yeah. I have I have an Irish goodbye as what I think will win. Um this is very close to me based on what I've heard. I haven't seen them either one, but I what I think probably what I would want to win or should win is Le Pupil. Mm-hmm. Le Pupil. <laughs> and that is the one where I could see it sneaking in there because it has that like Disney boost. You know, I'm wondering how many people are watching all of these actually watched all of them. And that's an easy access for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I got my mixed up, but yeah, uh, I, I'm very like over, I was like looking at Irish goodbye and like people, uh, as like my two and I was just like whatever I, yeah I think that, it, yeah <laughs> it's gonna be one of them yeah well, I think it's I, I will say a, a dark horse a sleeper to look out for though is the red suitcase that's what I was gonna say things. that was the only one I've heard of that I like didn't look up really much about but yeah I think that that would, would be not bad uh, but yeah those are the shorts live action and then the ones that we actually saw which are animated shorts okay we had the same prediction for what's going to win which i think is one of my least favorite from them which is the boy the mole the fox the horse um it's apple tv and it has like idris alba and like a bunch of other uh british and united kingdom voice actors um i think there's an irish actor in there too but like it's it it's very i did not like it it's the longest of the shorts and it just kind of drills down the same over positive message about like life and stuff. And it's a very cutesy and it's very much for kids. And if I'm looking at this from the perspective of Academy voters who like to vote for stuff that are made for kids, it's kind of, kind of falls in that, especially because it has all these people that are famous in it and it's made by Apple. I think we have a very different opinion on the short. I, I adore this short. I do think it's the deserved winner. I do think there are some other, 
really close contenders mm-hmm. that I would totally be happy if they won. Like, I do think I, I, I have the sound as should win and will win, but I think, mm-hmm. um, the two, I'm going to say the two possible dark horses sleepers to look out for are either ice merchants mm-hmm. or, or, or my year of dicks, which yeah. will, it wouldn't just be amazing to hear whoever is reading off this. I would want it, yeah, up. just for that. But uh, yeah, I would say the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse is like my third favorite of them, just because the animation is so good. I do love the animation yeah. the most, but I actually really did love the positive messages and stuff. It and it, it's it's hitting me at a time in my life where I, I need that more. So I might have it might have hit me more just emotionally than some people. Mm-hmm. And so it'd be interesting if if I see it again in the future, if I'll have the, that, you know, will be the same outcome. When yeah. I see it, but I, yeah, I feel like an ostrich told me the world is fake. And I think I believe it is very much just like I didn't I thought it was cute. The thing I was doing at first with like the viewfinder view, but then it got really annoying and distracting mm-hmm. and kind of disorienting. And also, I mean, it was all right story. I mean, it's something I've kind of seen similarly at short film festivals I've been to around here and in San Francisco. So it's like, I, it's not anything crazy out of the new for me. It didn't and really th- impress me that much. I think the only one that I think doesn't have a shot is the flying sailor. Yeah. That one was my least favorite. It's very much art house short. And you're just kind of like, okay, you're kind of not really interested in it because they don't establish anything before it happens. It is cool that it's based on a true story though, that um, some dude actually got blo- blasted like a kilometer or something in the oh air my God. and survived. And they, or no, they found him like two kilometers from where he was blasted from when the explosion happened, which is crazy. Wow. Um, but yeah, ice emergence is my, my want to win. I really like that one. That one was adorable. The animation style was cool. And I really liked like, this just the story it was telling it was super fun to look at um and then my year of dicks was just fun but it really did feel like a someone's youtube project that got picked up by short film festivals but i was like the most interested i was out of the stories yeah it felt really real this like the dialogue and stuff was actually written really well that it like felt like realistic it truly felt like an indie short animated short as well as like yeah like it, it had the most personal touch it felt yeah yeah, yeah, it definitely, it definitely, I I liked it just because the story was good, and then that yeah, it was just really felt like teenagers in the nineties were actually wrote it and stuff. So yeah, that you know, was a cool part. But yeah, definitely, definitely, if any of those three I win, I think it'll be the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse, which I won't be mad about. But I definitely want, I I really like uh, ice merchants just because mm, I would be very happy if either of those won. Yeah. Um. Next up, we're going up on our list. We got visual effects. I think we might be the same on this. What's your prediction? I have a feeling that this is probably one of the most like, like for sure's of the night, um, mm-hmm. which I have to say, I think, let's see. I, I feel both sadly. I have to like, it's, it's not my favorite movie of every movie on this list, just as a movie, but as far as visually avatar, the way of water, I think should win and it will win. Yeah, that's that's the same thing with me. I feel like the closest sleeper would be like someone really loves Top Gun Mavericks practical effects, but I think this is just Avatar's category and this is their Oscar that they're going to get. And they're I do think put on Av- all their copies that they put out in Best Buy and Target is going to say Academy Award winning <laughs> Avatar 2. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, if they're going to give it one award, this is absolutely the one that it should win. Yeah. Um, if you know, I'm hoping Top Gun will pick up a few awards i get see i could see mm-hmm. top gun only picking up maybe one but um this i do think top gun is like the, the only the closest one just because visually of what they were capable of doing especially the fact that it was snubbed from cinematography i could mm-hmm. see like i could see some academy voter voters like pushing their vote more heavily towards this because of the backlash on that mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah i definitely i definitely think visual effects is avatars to lose more yeah. than anything yeah. um it's just Talking so out of the game in the visual yeah. effects category. Yeah, exactly. Just it's just an amazing visual movie in general. So yeah. Um, and speaking of Top Gun, best sound. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, that's my pick. It's both my pick for should should win and will win. Um, yeah, same. I just want it to win, and I think it should win. Um, just because it was definitely a movie where they have to balance that especially with the environment that they were recording their audio in having to balance the realism of the jets while also keeping that in cabin audio for that Mm. and also a lot of this just being like actual sound that they recorded 
in the field, which is insane with the Jets. Like, you know, they're having them fly over with the cinematography and stuff, which would, was just crazy. But they actually had the sound guy there doing the audio, and it's so cool. And mixing that with, like, the after and whatever they're making fully, it just, I think it's encompassing one of the best sounding movies that came out last year. I'd probably say it is the best in just the dynamic and just full volume, full, like, you know, just the fullness of the audio makes you really give you that central look. And I'm glad central sound. And I'm really glad I saw that in like surround sound. So 100%. Yeah. And I know you didn't see it in theaters, but of these <laughs> five, of these five films, I saw Top Gun Maverick and the Batman and mm-hmm. Avatar all in theaters. And yeah, like when I, when I compare that, like the po- best possible sound that I could get, um, I definitely felt that Top Gun, I still remember moments in that movie that, I felt like, mm-hmm. like while sitting in the chair and there are scenes in the Batman, there are scenes in Avatar of the way of water where I remember the sound being good, but I remember the feeling sitting mm-hmm. in that chair and top of Maverick, which we will eventually have to talk about and review together since I know you've now seen. Yes. It. <laughs> yeah. I think my sleeper for this um, would be Batman, I guess Batman or Elvis. Um, Cause I know the Academy likes to award musical stuff best sound so i could see elvis being like a sleeper um more than batman in that opinion um war movies as well i'll go out on the western front so it's kind of open for second place but i think this should be top guns hopefully. yeah these all all these films utilize sound in many different ways and, and like really well and mm-hmm. i would love to see the batman when as a dark horse like i I'd yeah be, i mean i'd be disappointed that Gun didn't give it if that's the only category top gun ends up winning yeah. or you know not <laughs> you know, yeah taking. Um, because I'd love to see the Batman take home a award, and I think this is the like maybe its best shot, <laughs> mm-hmm. like of all the other categories it's nominated. Yeah, out of all of them, I definitely feel like it's its best since it didn't get cinematography. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, after that, we have production. production design. Um, this one was kind of hard because I'm kind of blending my want and what I think will win. Okay. Um which is Babylon. Uh, I think that this is one of the strongest categories for it to get. One of two. Um, outside of... Is, yeah. Yeah, outside of that, I mean, it's hard to pick. Uh, I mean, maybe Elvis, I think, would be my sleeper. I think Elvis could get it, just because the one-to-one recreations of his actual visual sets that he used in, like, TV show shows and, like, call, no, Las Vegas shows are pretty cool, but, like, Outside of that, I don't think any of the other ones are quite encompassing. I feel like Avatar production design is kind of influenced or very on the same fence as their visual effects because a lot of it is screening. Yeah, I I definitely feel the same as you. Um, I think you and I both saw Babylon together and we really enjoyed it. You saw Mm -hmm. it twice. And I mean, not only do I think it deserves to win the category and should win it, I do agree with you that this is probably the category that has the biggest chance of winning. But mm-hmm. I do think the dark horse is Elvis because I feel like Elvis as a whole is that one film that could either end up getting nothing or end mm-hmm. up, or just all of a sudden end up sweeping. Yeah, it's hard exactly. to say because it's definitely one of those like movies that older Academy voters are probably way more inclined to put on their list for a lot of these categories. So it's really going to be just interesting to see where it falls under. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think I think Elvis, I'm leaning towards the Elvis, not the year of Elvis, and another movie that I'll get into. Uh, but yeah, i definitely definitely interested uh, in if it starts winning some of the earlier awards, that what's going to happen later. Yeah. It'd be like a Green Book year where no one saw that coming and just won a bunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which um, I would honestly be disappointed if it picked up a lot more than a few other categories that I have it. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> um, makeup and hairstyling. I chose, I'm going the, uh, oh God, I just forgot the name of the movie. Uh, anyway, uh, when Gary Oldman won it, when he wore a lot of prosthetics. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Darkest Hour. Darkest, darkest Hour. hour. God. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go in Darkest Hour and I'm picking the whale. Um, I have a very similar thought to that. That's my wanton will, you know. Really? Okay, so that's, you want, yeah. you want it to win and you think it will win. Um. That one, I I think I'm pretty indifferent. I don't. I think a lot of them. I don't. I won't. I think it will win, but I'm very indifferent on like. I would. I wouldn't care if Elvis won. If the whale won, 
if Black Panther went back, like all of them except for maybe All Quiet on the Western Front. I mean, even that one. This one, I'm not very. I don't have a particular one I want to win. I just think that the whale will win. I think it's kind of what I'm leaning towards. I actually think this category is really. It's it, there's a there, I think there's a few possibilities here. Yeah, it's very I, wide open this year. I actually think you and I might differ the most in this category. Um, and if I, I, you know, I definitely thought about the whale. I thought about the darkest hour. I thought about that just that chance. And so here's the issue: I haven't seen the whale. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel as strongly about it right now, but my current pick for who I think should win is the Batman. Okay. And because the, oh, here's the, well, actually that plays into the same idea as the whale. When you take Colin Farrell as penguin. Yes, exactly. I can see that. So that's another character that like, I didn't recognize him at all, you know, mm-hmm. watching the movie. Like it was really hard to tell that was him. And um, being a March, april movie that got nominated multiple more than one nomination i mean could have got more if it got released later in the year or just like i mean i definitely feel like it should have got more nominations but yeah along those lines and then i think but but i actually i differ too in terms of who i think will win mm-hmm. i do think this is probably elvis and that i yeah it does have that same thing you know tom hanks's character with a lot of makeup too mm-hmm. but but then then it, then you elaborate on the hairstyling and the yeah and everything else they did in that film so it's like, do you take the singular big makeup and hairstyling things from the mm. Batman and the Whale versus or the, the whole encompassing? Movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why I think my like sleeper, or essentially in this point, it would be my second pick is Elvis. I think it's like one A, one B. Um, I feel like Whale will get like two things, and that's one of them. Um, and I think the only one I don't see winning at all in this category is Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, simply because it's a sequel, mm-hmm. and like. I can't think of too much more in that movie that 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 like they pulled off better than they did the first film in terms of yeah. That. And I feel like in that sense too as well, its strongest thing is the costumes rather than the makeup and hairstyling. I do think if I had to pick a dark horse, a sleeper though, I would maybe throw in All Quiet in the West on the West. Uh huh. They do like <laughs> war movies for those sometimes. That and the fact that this movie is getting so much award like um, love lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot this movie's really kind of they're they're campaigning it really hard so yeah. i don't know i could see it i could see it mm-hmm. i wouldn't be disappointed either because i do think the makeup in that film some scenes are just insane mm-hmm. so we'll see <laughs> um so my next category for this is film editing and that is going to be my want and my <laughs> i think in everything everywhere all at once we are in a complete agreement mm-hmm. on both who we think should win and will win. And I think my sleeper is Elvis. Mm, yeah. Okay. Or Elvis or Top Gun. I forgot Top Gun. I just saw Honestly, that. Honestly, <laughs> it's one of the films, other. <laughs> like all of these films could win. I think the only one mm-hmm. I think will probably is least likely to win is probably Banshee just because the yeah. editing is less noticeable. Yeah, it's a very um, simplistic editing in that one. But yeah, when you take Elvis and everything everywhere, the editing is all over the place. And yeah. everything, it's just in my mind, like that, like part of what makes the movie so special is how crazy the edits are. And Elvis, yes, it's filmed in this kinetic editing, four second shots or whatever, you know, these crazy, like quick cuts and stuff like that. But everyone's seen Baz Luhrmann do that before. We've never seen the way this was done in everything everywhere. Yeah, exactly. It was just so unique. And especially because a lot of it was like done with, like trickery or like um, very like cool practical effects style things that they're trying to do, which I really liked. Yeah. And I think Top Gun, yeah, the editing was also insane in that film, but it's just, again, it wasn't as, that's not the thing I remember the most about the movie. And that's kind of where I lean in this category. Like, like what, what immediately jumps to my mind when I think of this category and that's everything everywhere is the film. Yeah. You never know, Tar, Dark Horse, you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I just saw that last night, so it's fresh in my mind. Ah, yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, I think that's it. So then costume design. Um, this one was hard. I said Black Panther or Elvis, and I think I chose Elvis. For both? For what you're sure For costume to design. Um, oh, I think costume design for Will. Uh, for my one, I think everything, everywhere, all at once, just because I had some crazy costumes. Uh, yeah, you uh, know, for Joju Tabaki. Uh, yeah, I, I thought about that later, so I yeah. can definitely see like that in Babylon. That's some really cool costume. Babylon has some extravagant, crazy ones. It's just like 
I like both of those. They looked great. Uh, my sleeper, maybe Black Panther, because they use a lot of uh, traditional um, African like costumes. I mean, but it is a sequel, and I think it won the first one. I was trying to remember if it won that year or if that year I think went it, to Mank or something. I, I think I remember the lady's face. She had like really interesting glasses on. Yeah, I remember that now. That was Black Panther, right? Yeah. So that's my only thing is that that, that may be why it won't win again. But yeah. I did pick it as what I think should win. Um, and But then I do think costume design could also go to Elvis. So this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for the first one, it won uh, score, costume design, and production design. And then <laughs> the Dark Horse, because I'm throwing out um, the Cruella effect. Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris no. is literally about... Is literally about her trying to get a costume, yeah, a, a, a dress. <laughs> so, but I don't think it. I don't think it's. Gonna yeah, it was um, very, very interesting that it got nominated. That was, that was <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. So that, that's that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's that isn't too much there. I think you said it all mm-hmm. in that category. Cinematography, uh, the snuff category, snuffed <laughs> category of uh, Top Gun, which I would have gave it to, uh, but Bardo's there. Woo. Um. Anyway, I think it's gonna be all quiet on the Western Front. Also, Empire of Light being there just because Roger Deakins, like, right. like we okay, we gave him two Oscars already. We don't need to nominate every one of his movies just because you. You can tell the voters are just like, oh, I didn't watch these movies. Uh, where's Roger? Cool, because like, he was nominated like twelve or fourteen times before he won, and then he finally won. Everybody's like, yay! And then he won again, like yay! And I was getting nominated for like movies that do not deserve it, even though he has really good cinematography in it. Just like why? Just like I, I hear you. Um, I will say, I I think this is the most disappointing list of nominees of every mm-hmm. category. Yeah, this is my um, most disappointing category. This is my second most disappointing category. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I would say, and uh, yeah, I think just all quiet on the Western Front's my. I think it'll just get this one because it has so I, many nominations. It's got to win one. I have given it. Yeah, all quiet. I think should win and will win among this mm-hmm. list of nominees. If things were different. Top Gun, both yeah. should and will. Yeah. But yes, yeah. Tar cinematography um is there. Um it's nothing crazy. I mean Empire of Lights, Empire of Light, but it's like that's all I there think is. Elvis and Tar the Dark Horses, because it's yeah. really it really depends how much the Academy loves Elvis and how much yeah. they love Todd Field. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, the Todd Field effect, that's a big factor coming into all this, is that he was loved and he got nominated so much and won a lot for his uh previous ones um that he he's done and then he took that like 15 year break because he kept having a bunch of projects fall through and that was like there was like if you looked up his name before tar came out there was a, a million articles of just these critics being like where's todd fields i miss him this is a travesty he's not making films um so <laughs> it's it's kind of they really like him the voters so it's kind of interesting what he'll do but i definitely think it's my favorite of the two films i've seen from him um but it's he really understands the world. I think is kind of how I see that film. Mm. Yeah, he like knows how like society operates. I guess. Yeah, just like he he really represents how our world is in his films, which I really like. To be if fair, I haven't sense. seen Bardo. Yeah, to be fair, I yeah, seen I haven't seen Bardo, and I have no interest of watching a one nomination, two and a half hour movie, two and four or three minutes. Along with that, Empire of Light. Yeah, I haven't seen either one. Even though I lo- I like both of the director's yeah. work. I might eventually see it, but I don't have this mm-hmm. strong feeling. Desire. I fell asleep watching Empire of Light. It was just <laughs> kind of melodramatic for melodramatic sake. So I was like, mm. oh my god, I don't care about these characters. <laughs> um, next is the category that we know what will win, and we only have one answer we have to give you. It's gosh dang original song, and that's going to be not to not to baby triple R R R R all the way. Take it home. This category's done. Move on. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, um, I mean, essentially. No, for sure. There's some yeah. great songs. We got mm-hmm. Hold My Hand. We got uh, from Top Gun. We got. Yeah. Um, of course, Diane Warren is the shoe in nomination for yeah. every single year with applause. Um, it's like she's like. Yeah. Essentially like obligated to be nominated or something. Yeah. Um, Lift Me Up, Rihanna. Uh, this mm-hmm. is a life. Everything everywhere. I, I enjoy all of these songs. Yeah. But not to not to. It, I, I will be if there's one category I will be extremely disappointed mm-hmm. if it does not win for 
which I'll save those reasons in a future podcast in <laughs> case it happens. It's not too not too. That's yeah, not too not too. Um, I like some of the artists on the other ones, but like, I mean, I just don't feel the song as much as I did in Not Too Not Too. Like, this is a life. I like Mitski and I like David Byrne, but like, it it's a slow whatever. And the other ones just, I mean, Lift Me Up is my or not Lift Me Up, sorry, Hold My Hand is my sleeper. But like, I think it's just going to be Not Too Not Too, and that's like a ninety nine percent lock right here. It's really just about how many people favor the song versus the context of the of the song within the film. Right? Mm, exactly. And 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 how many voters actually watched a three hour film from India? So who yeah, knows? <laughs> yeah. I feel like um, yeah. a lot of these songs too are just like ending of movie songs, except for like Natu Natu. But see, Natu Natu has the virality of possibly just being something that somebody watched and didn't even watch the movie. So that's exactly. another reason I feel so strongly about it is that they could have just seen the clip and they're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's the thing with the original song. And they could just look up the song and they're like, saw the clip and like, oh, that was fun. Which is probably what, uh, well, that's probably what, <laughs> what a lot of the voters did. They're like, I'm going to watch it. I'll just look up the song. Because all these other films, you'd have to watch the entire movie essentially to see mm. them, you know, hear them. Yeah. They're all, they're all in the credits. Ending song. Yeah. Or, you know. But yeah. Definitely, definitely a lock there. I'm feeling that heavy. Yes, um, heavy, heavy lock. Staying on music, original score. Yeah. Um, I chose the one that stuck with me the most after, and just felt the most impactful as kind of like a sound in the movie, or just like you heard it a lot. Which was Babylon. I really liked that score. This is my second, and I think last category I chose to win because that's what's left. Because Margot Robbie didn't get nominated. Um. <laughs> instead of a certain someone, but uh, <laughs> I think that this is the best uh, score out of them. And it also uses it the best in the film. I don't really remember the other scores as much. Yeah. Um, I completely agree with you that Babylon mm-hmm. is the best score. I have not seen the Fableman, so I don't know the score. Yeah. I'd say that was my, um, sa- that's my, that's my um, sleeper. My number two, I think Fableman could come up and get it, but I think it's just Babylon. I think it's because the use of the score mm-hmm. is pretty. There's a few moments in the film where the score comes in, and the times where it is present, mm-hmm. it's it's very. Um, it lasts. It lingers. Yes, and those, and those moments really stick with you. Whether it's the like jazzy opening, yeah. or the final scene in the theater, like those those two parts of the score are so incredible. And then you have, I think I agree with you. These other films, the score just didn't play as big of a role. Like when I think of everything every, yeah. everywhere all at once after watching that movie, I'm not gonna. That's not gonna be the fir- like yeah. even in the top five things I talk about when I bring up that movie. Mm-hmm. You know, as as much as it, it was a great score, yeah, I just don't remember the score being as integral at, at times. And then you know, yeah. Banshees, yeah, and All Quiet had great moments mm-hmm. and, and lingering score moments that I really like. Yeah, but it just um, didn't feel like it separated itself from like 1918 in a sense. Is that, oh, this is just war music kind of to me. 1917? 1917, sorry. The film, yeah. There's a game I played called 1918. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, you and I, we, we did really enjoy Battle mm-hmm. I think these are the two, that and production design Yeah. Those, those are the most likely categories yeah. that will win. So yeah, I feel like what helps it, especially in this category, is its use of diegetic and non-diegetic sound as well. Being able to put it in the film, then also have it outside of it as a sound, which I really love when films do that. Especially, it just makes you think about that sound and associate it with certain moods and attitudes in the film, which I just, I just really thought mm. its use of it is the well best. Said. Um, well documentary said. feature. Yes. Um, um, I get, I chose the same one as you after I just read a thing about it. I was like, that sounds good. Navalny. Yeah, I think um, so. Navalny is what I think will win simply because mm-hmm. of the, the timing and yeah. that fact that voters will most, most voters will know the name and mm-hmm. be in favor of supporting that. Yeah. Um, I only watched one of the documentaries and that's the one I think should win. And that's Fire of Love. Okay, yeah, that was the only one I watched too. And I was like, this is really good. Um, I saw parts of All That Breeze, and that one was really good. Um, The parts I saw, uh, it was playing at at Summerfield for a little bit. So I saw parts. I was like, oh, this is really, really nice and message and stuff. I think that one was really good. Um, But yeah, I did Fire of Love is just, I think that that one should win. Or I want that one to win, but I think Navaldi should win the award. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I hear you. I think... I don't know enough about these other films to even have a like a dark yeah. horse. But I think I do think it's either going to be Navalny or Fire of Love. Yeah, I can yeah. Yeah. 
the best category that never gets anime. <laughs> oh, could it be? Would it be animated feature? Yep, yep. We got animated feature. I feel like I'm just going to go with pretty much what's been winning this uh, in Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yes. Um, I do think Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio will win. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, even though I haven't, there's one film on this list I still haven't seen. I've seen one. everything but that one as well. Wait. No, I've Sea-Beast? seen the Sea Beast. I have seen Oh, that. okay. You haven't there's, seen Puss in Boots? I have not seen Puss in Boots. Wow. Know, that's I like, I, I like, for my want, I'm on a coin toss between Marcel and Puss in Boots because those are just so good. Puss in Boots, it's the Spider-Verse animation, but at 24 frames per second, and it's like so good. And the story's like actually really good. It's like almost like original Shrek level and like how they do like the, even the sound editing and like the sound cues and that are like just so amazing. It's just such an interesting visually striking story for a kid's movie Um, in the Shrek universe. It really feels like it captures the heart of like a lot of the early Shrek stuff, which I really liked. Um, Yeah. I, so here's the thing I haven't seen yet, but mm -hmm. there's something about that movie. I just want it to win. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. But there's some. I think because of how surprising it is, the fact it's like kind yeah. of a Top Gun effect because mm-hmm. it was a sequel to a movie that you never thought you'd see, and that it was like so much better than it had every right to be. Kind of a yeah. Thing. Like that's sort of how I feel about this film, and I haven't seen it, but I just know what once I do, I'm really gonna enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of want it to win as much as I love Guillermo del Toro and as much yeah. as I love Pinocchio. Like yeah, it's just I think because it's too much of a shoe in. I kind of want an underdog to, yeah. to like win this category. Mm. Um, as that, far as a, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say yeah. My my two uh, for the rest of them is just Marcel. That's such a Marcel. good, so good. But I feel like it just came out way too early, mm. and I feel like it's too offbeat for some of the Oscar voters because I feel like they'd watch it with their kids and be like, "Well, that was weird." And then <laughs> if they actually watched it. But I really loved the, those two movies, Puss in Boots and Marcel. If either of those won, I'd be so happy. But I feel like I feel like Pinocchio will win. But I feel like the only chance of another one winning would be Puss in Boots because it's recent and maybe people, the younger voters that have kids or whatever, saw it with their kids. Because out of all these, I feel like the one that they might, the people I might have seen the most is uh, Marcel, be, or not Marcel, sorry, Puss in Boots is because it's like half a billion grossing it was the highest grossing animated movie last year i think um so there's starting to be a big push for it on social media and i think that's mm-hmm. another, another reason why i think it's sneaking i do mm-hmm. think marcel is kind of a dark horse yeah to look out for that's my sleeper i feel like i feel like it goes gear pinocchio think want puss marcel sleeper yeah i don't think cbs and turning red are gonna take it yeah There's, i don't think either one yeah, if, if Turning Red won, I would be very mad just because it's not a bad movie and I liked it. It's just not as good as the other ones. So, yeah, it's simply just it, it isn't. Those are in mm-hmm. leagues of their own. Yeah. Um, and hopefully next year we'll have some anime to talk about for once in like five years. It's only been nominated three times in this century. So we'll get there one day where anime is appreciated by the eventual new coming Voters. If it's not next year, I'm I'm never watching the Oscars. I said it yeah. once on this we're podcast. Gonna go, we're gonna go boycott it. We're gonna go yep. there and we'll do a live on the corner <laughs> mile yep. a minute movie talk, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just rattle off all the reasons why the Oscar fails. <laughs> oh, God. Well, here's another right. category that I'm mad about: <laughs> international feature. Um, you got All Quiet on the Western Front, Argentina 1985, Close, EO, and The Quiet Girl. I think one of these should not be here, and it's called EO, and I think there should be a movie called Decision to Leave, but mm. they hate Park Chan-wook for some reason. They hate mm. my man, and it did not get nominated, even though it's been doing pretty well at some of the award shows, at least in Europe. Europe Europe understands this, but yeah, um, I'm... I'm picking obviously the one that has 11 nominations to everything else that has a one nomination, which is all crowd on the Western front. My sleeper is going to be Argentina 1985. 
uh, because it won the Golden Globe and some other ones. Um, and my favorite, to, or the one that I want to win, this is Decision to Leave because it's not here. <laughs> 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 That's my rant. That's I fair. I hate That's you, fair. Academy. <laughs> Why do you hate him? <laughs> That's a fair rant. Um, All Quiet is winning this. It, uh, of the five nominees, it yeah. should win. It will win. It's nominated mm-hmm. for Best Picture. If it doesn't win, that this category literally makes no sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like... <laughs> um, I feel like ever since Parasite won and like just the nominating foreign films in general, that's the only thing, the only downside of the appreciation of the foreign film for getting best category, best fiction nominations is it makes international feature such a shoe in because there's always one film that gets a bunch of nominations out yeah. of that category. And you know, what's going to win every year um, at this point, it should just get rid of international feature and just make best picture like 15 movies and force the voters to pick five that are foreign films yeah i hear you i hear you there, yeah you can go on and on <laughs> on and on uh but no more soapboxing because we're on original screenplay who's the best writer for original so original we got banshees everything everywhere all at once the oh, wait, you skipped adapted did i <laughs> did i oh my god i scrolled too quick okay we're going adapted <laughs> <laughs> now this is if you saw something and then you liked it so then you wrote about it adapted all quiet on the western front glass onion numero dos a knives out mystery i said that wrong another <laughs> <laughs> okay. way around uh living top gun maverick and women talking i feel like there's a certain thing that they need to do and it's appreciate these female directors. And I don't think she has a chance in hell at winning director just because there's some, there's Oscar love for some of those other directors. And then there's indie love and like up and coming buzz for those women talking did not get that much buzz, but I think it definitely deserves adapted screenplay. Um, Cause I feel like it's really, I mean, just from a technical perspective, it's, I would hate to adapt a wordy, source material and that is a wordy source material and she did it really well um and the other ones are you know a sequel a sequel um an adaptation of ikiru and then a remake of a older film and so i feel like women talking is going to be the one i think should win and i kind of want it to win um i kind of want top gun to win too but i think (laughs) i think women talking deserves a win um but my excuse me my uh, sleeper, I think, is All Quiet or Glass Onion. I'm, I, or sorry, All Quiet or Top Gun. All Quiet or Top Gun are my sleeper. I don't know which one, but uh, yeah, I think Women Talking. This is theirs. This is their win. Their one win. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I haven't seen Women Talking, but I feel like it needs to win this category. Mm-hmm. I think it should win, and it will win. It's sort of payback for the lack of gender equality amongst the nominees. Mm-hmm. particularly director um so that yeah i completely agree about women talking i i've heard great things about it and i do plan to see it yeah I, well i knew i i have heard it's divisive but i've heard you know some great things too um mm-hmm. but yeah a sleeper i i think so to me whoever wins a screenplay category is kind of a close a very makes them a very close shot to win best picture yes in this case though so that's where I think of Sleeper. If Sleeper is happening, we got Top Gun Maverick or um, All Quiet. I don't think either one of those is going to win this picture, but mm. if it does win this category, I will all of a sudden... Like, if Top Gun wins this category, I will be like, oh my god, Top Gun might win this picture. Because that's mm-hmm. like... This is always like a, a telling, you know, category. It, yeah. You know, if they win this, they mm-hmm. might win this picture. But in this case, I don't think that's going to happen. Even if Women Talking wins, mm-hmm. I don't think it's taking home this picture. So, yeah. That's where I stand. Um, yeah. Um, I'm kind of going against this here, and uh, you can see that with the original screenplay. Um, I'm really thinking Todd Fields gets an Oscar this year, but I don't know which one. And I didn't know if I wanted to give him director, original screenplay, but I feel like, I feel like Tar mm. is going to get original screenplay. I want everything everywhere all at once. But I think it's going to be Tar, because um, I haven't given Tar anything, and I think this is the only thing I'm giving Tar right now. Spoiler alert! Uh, but I think I'm going to give it an original screenplay. I want everything ever all at once. Sleeper would be Banshee, and if Banshee wins this, I'm guaranteeing it wins Best Picture. Yeah, ba- Banshee. Okay. Yeah, 
I do think this is everything everywhere's category to lose mm-hmm. for me. Um, I think it, I think it should win and it will win because mm-hmm. I do think it has the highest chance of getting best picture in my book. So I yes. think it, 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 I think this category it needs it needs this win mm-hmm. to to bank that you know to, yeah. to but you, but all of these are deserving so yeah it's yeah I haven't seen the failed wins I haven't seen triangle mm-hmm. um, but yeah tar and banshees are very well written so yeah, it's, I haven't it's, seen it's triangle tough. I'm trying to see it tomorrow hopefully or before the Oscars because it has so many nominations and I don't think I gave it one so that's kind of like why does it have so many nominations not going to win anything? But then I think back to like last year with Power of the Dog, which won like one thing. No, oh, yeah. And like there was another year where something got nominated like eight to ten times and it didn't get one win. So it's like, you know, going down that path. Um, but yeah, uh, continuing on, we have actress in a supporting role. Um, I am okay with everyone on this list winning it. I like everyone in their mm. role. Mm-hmm. Um. So my want is nobody. I just think everyone deserves it. Um. Jamie Lee Curtis, Hollywood vet. Um. Uh, I mean, she'd be the one I'd least want to want it, but I think she's deserving of an Oscar. Kind of one of those things, like, oh, hey, she deserves an Oscar. Let's give her one in this category. Um. Stephanie Chu, crazy good for like her first like real big role. Um. Carrie Condon, uh, Hong Shao, and uh, Angelina Bassett. Um. I feel like. You say Angelina? <laughs> Angela. Angela. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Uh, I just if you're listening sure to this, uh, Angela, uh, don't be mad. <laughs> Please. Um, Angelina Jolie Bassett. There you go. <gasps> no. Um, so I'm picking Carrie Condon. I'm going, uh, oh. I'm going, I'm going Banshees. I, it's kind of funny. I didn't really care for Banshees as much as people have. And it's gotten so many awards, but I really feel like the Oscars teetered on giving um oh what's his name who did Banshees uh oh wait never mind I'm thinking they confused someone else anyway I I know they gave him a bunch of stuff um he he was very close to getting that best picture but he is a actor and actress's director and he gets people nominated and he gets people wins and I think out of all these I give her the best chance though I I'm really close my one B is and Angela Bassett. I think that she might get it too. It's really hard for me, but I'm going to go a little bit of more of an upset. Carrie Condon, the person I'd want to win, which I just think would be funny if uh, Stephanie Shu won, just came up there and just like out of all these people that have been in the industry for so long, she's the one that wins. Um, Hong Shao would also be really cool. I think, yeah, I would uh, like, yeah, I agree with you. I, I love the nominees for this category and I wouldn't mind seeing any of them win. Um, I would love if my who I think should win is Jamie Lee Curtis just because I think. Like I would love just to see her win. Yeah. Um, but who I think will win and is most likely to win right now is Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. However, I I agree. Like it would be awesome to see Stephanie Shu. It would be awesome to see Carrie Condon. Mm-hmm. Be, I haven't seen the whale, but it'd be awesome to see Hong Chao. Yeah. So any, I'd be happy no matter who wins this category. It'll just be really interesting to see who it is. Yeah. Yeah. That one's. I'm just gonna be happy to watch that. Um, yeah. That'll be that'll be fun. Um. Actor in a supporting role. Three names we just need to say right off the bat. <laughs> Kihai Kwan, he's going to win it. I want him to win it. And he's my sleeper to win it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, I just he, think I th- I think that he should win it. Uh, if anybody else wins it, I think it's going to be Barry Keoghan. Um, mm. But if it's... If it's I think it's going to be Kiai Kwan. It's got to be him. I mean, people that are going to do great speeches out of these two categories, Kiai Kwan and Angela Bassett, are going to just, that's going to be so many people are going to be watching that just like when it gets reposted on the internet because people like them. Yeah. And I think that those are just people that you want to win as well as they did really good in their roles. Yeah. I think Kiai Kwan is another like for sure winner. Like, yes. Other than like whatever other category we talked about earlier, that's, I guess all quiet. Like that's mm-hmm. like as sure as it gets. I wanted to win. He should win. As far as a dark horse, who I would act like if if he won, I would be. I wouldn't be upset, but I'd be. I'd be very surprised. But I, I do think I'd love to see Brian Tyree Henry win for Causeway. Oh, that he, would be awesome! Yeah, he was that'd amazing. Be cool. He was so good in that film. I do think he. I, I again, I don't think he, he should win. 
and I, mm-hmm. I think Kiki Kwan is, is going to win. But yeah, but if I would like be so excited just because like he was nominated and that was such a surprising nomination, mm-hmm. and I, he was so good in the film. So who knows? But that's the only other person I think mm-hmm. for me personally that has a chance of taking other than him. My, um, but uh, I do Barry Kogan, you never know. Yeah, Barry Keoghan or Brian Tyrianni. I love Brian Tyrianni in Atlanta. He's like so awesome in that. I would just want him to win because he deserves to win something. Um, my most mad would be Jude Hirsch. He's <laughs> great in that role. He has the fifth shortest time ever for a person nominated for an Oscar. And he plays a one-dimensional character that just gives the main character some advice for like five minutes. I think he has 543 or something like that of screen time. And it is super short. Um he would be like the second shortest to ever win it if he won or the first second or first. I think it's second. Uh, but yeah, I just don't think he should. Uh, um, he should win it at all. Um, he was cool, though. But uh, I think they nominated him just because he now is the longest person to have a nomination in between uh, age age gap. So he like was nominated in his 20s. Now he's in his 80s and he's been nominated. And that's the longest time between nominations. Yeah. So I, I think that they kind of did least. it for that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, after that, we have actress in a leading role. Um, we're going to get her for not getting it in the 73rd Academy Awards for Crushing Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Michelle Yeoh, I want her to win it, and I think she'll win it. Um, I was kind of leaning toward Tar, and then Dylan was like, hey, she's won twice before. And I was like, I <laughs> forgot about that. And it's not long ago. She won like 10 years ago for best leading Kate Blanchett. And then she won in 2017 for best supporting or 2008 or late 2000s so she was already on a roll she's won twice i i think that she has a good chance i i wouldn't call her a sleeper but uh michelle yo i think will win this my sleeper i guess would be michelle williams she's getting a lot of buzz earlier in the year and that really died down um in like december when the movie came out because it didn't do great at the box office i think that's why yeah, I think the Academy tends to do this whole like, well, if someone didn't get it before, they they're gonna get it now. And I feel like yeah. this is their this is like probably close to their last chance to give Michelle Yeoh the yeah. award. You never know, but like I think they need to do it now. Um I do think Clay Kate Blanchett is right up there though. Like she she yeah. just as much deserves to win, but mm-hmm. it's a matter of like who deserves it right now. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah. neither of them had one ever. This would be a crazy, a yeah. It would be crazy, um, yeah. But yeah, I just don't see any of the other nominees. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you've seen the Fablemans, so you have more of a tie yeah. to Michelle Williams. But I, think yeah, she was really good in that. But she's won like twice too. I times. never saw it to Leslie, and I don't think mm-hmm. Ana de Armas should be in this list. Um, mm-hmm. Daniel Deadwire, <clears throat> but yeah, then Deadwire, Margot Robbie, geez. somebody else. Um, but she was great in that film. The film wasn't so great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Moving if, on. if she wins it, why in protest? Yeah, that, um, there's gonna be some riot. Yeah, um, I think for this too, well, I was gonna say one more thing. I forgot. Oh well. Um, moving on to actor in a leading role. Oh boy, we got mm-hmm. Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for Banshees, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, and uh, Bill Nye. Um, my most upsetting would be Bill Nye. I just don't think adapting of <laughs> <laughs> um, Living uh, Ikiru by uh, Kurosawa was a good idea. I mean, it's a it's a fine movie, but it it's just like copy and paste in my opinion. But um, I think Brendan Fraser want and will. Uh, Austin Butler is really close, but I just like I feel like the Oscars are kind of leaning towards we want clicks, and Brendan Fraser is gonna get those clicks. Um, my sleeper, uh, I'm just going to say Paul Mescal. I think it would actually be Colin Farrell. I think he has a good chance of coming in there. But Paul Mescal would be hilarious if he won. Because he'd be just like, what the? What? <laughs> that would actually, even though I haven't seen the film, I do. I have seen some of his acting. And I think he's really good. I would love to see him win like just as a surprise. But I, but yeah, like I, my, my opinion has changed um, over time. Uh, I was very much on the... Austin Butler trained for a while. And while I, I enjoyed the film, I thought his performance was amazing and he does mm-hmm. deserve a, a win. Even though I haven't seen The Whale, I just really want Brendan Fraser to win. I just mm-hmm. want him to win. And I think he will win because I think the Academy is going to give it to him right now. Austin Butler will be around. You know, he's not going anywhere. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know how many more opportunities Brendan Fraser is going to get. You know. Yes. And I want to see him explode. Like he's re- he's yeah. on the verge of exploding every time yeah. he, he he talks. You know. Yeah, that would be just a, a beautiful, just like man, just like all this weight just coming off of him, and he's just like up there, and that would be like one of the most the best speeches that would have in the night what he would say and i would i really want him to win for that um moving on to our second to last category we have director todd field for tar daniel kwan and daniel scheinert for everything everywhere at once martin mcdonough for banshees ruben oslund for triangle of sadness and steven spielberg for fablemans um i don't think i'd be mad if any one of these won um per se but i would be disappointed if everything everywhere all at once didn't win. Cause that would be a fun speech. And also I feel like just having a duo director winning is more rare. And I think that they definitely deserve it just for the inventedness and just what they did with that film. Um, if I'm going sleeper, I'm thinking Todd field just cause he's Oscar Oscar love. Um, another triangle sadness, no win. And my <laughs> shutout spoiler, um, Nothing for Triangle Sadness, sorry, but yeah, I definitely definitely want the Daniels to win this one. Yeah, Daniels, they should win. I want them to win, and mm-hmm. I I honestly think they will because they directed the hell out of that movie. Yes, and all of these films are, uh, I'm assuming some of them, but I imagine they're all very well directed. Yes, and it's an interesting list of nominees. There are a few here I would maybe swap out, but the only. I, the only thing I could see happening is you got the Todd Field love, you never know, but you also got Steven Spielberg and the, like the legacy win. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say because I think did has if I recall, Steven Spielberg has said that this might be his last film. Yes, right? yeah. So, so that's he's a been, big, yeah. He's been nominated, I think, three or four times for Best Director, and he's only won once. I think it's so, three times. So that's a big like hoof, like older mm-hmm. Academy, yada yada, but. And then how many Academy members are like, this film was really weird, referring to mm-hmm. everything everywhere. So yeah. it's just like, oof, like it's a tough one. But yeah. I just, I feel like you cannot not give it to the Daniels. Mm-hmm. They directed the hell out of that film. Yeah. If yeah. that doesn't win at least three, it's going to be a really interesting Oscars. Um, definitely interesting what's going to happen to Triangle, Sadness, and Elvis, though. Um, and finally... Best Picture... We got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, Two, Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fableman, Tar, Top Gun, Two, Maverick, Harder, <laughs> Triangle Sadness, and Women Talking. Um, I think I I obviously want Everything Everywhere All at Once to win, but I'm saying the Academy does not, and I'm saying they're picking Banshees. That's my upset. Oh my god. I you, think they're going to misdirect Banshees. us all night. It's going to be this crazy thing that the Danos are going to give this great speech, and then they're going to be like, "Best picture," and it's going to be Banshees. No. Um, my sleeper is Tar. Oh my god! Okay. Yes, my sleeper is Tar, but I, uh, I think, I think one of those two winning would just blow up social film, social media, because they'd be like. A bunch of people would be like, yes, this was my favorite. And then a bunch of people would be like, what the fuck? Oh, everything, everything. And it would be, in, it'd be, it would be a great discourse. Um, but yeah, uh, um, my only other sleeper is if Elvis gets a couple nominations oh, underneath this. No. Elvis comes out of nowhere from the top rope and gets that. But uh, I think that's very far-fetched. I think it's going to be Banshees. Or everything everywhere at once, but I'm leaning Banshees because I think an upset would be funny. And then Tar, but I really want everything everywhere all at once. We have very different takes on this entire category, <laughs> other than who we both want to win. Uh, oh, I, okay. Well, here's the thing. I think I I think everything everywhere all at once will win in terms of in terms of the most likely to win. I think it will mm-hmm. win, and I think it deserves to win. Yeah, I think it's the most likely to win. So it's really hard for me to like say who will win, but if I had to, that's the film. Now, <laughs> the film that I think should win, just in, simply in terms of one, it being a great film, but also in terms of how it well it like 
it really saved theaters in the box office. And it was my number one film of the year. So I feel like I just have <laughs> to throw it on there. That's Top Gun Maverick. It mm-hmm. would be insane if Top Gun Maverick won. It would be amazing. Um, I would Do they want a Tom Cruise speech, though? Right. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, I can't <laughs> believe this. First time on this stage. Uh, it's, been, it's been so long. <laughs> so that there's that. And then my dark horse sleeper which i really don't want to win best picture and i'd be extremely disappointed if it did but i feel because of the the trend of the 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 late award season and then the trend of just i don't know Mm -hmm. things in general i could see all quiet on the western front Mm -hmm. sneaking in there punching the other nominees in the face somebody said that um in one of my movie groups i'm in they're like what wait for it all quiet on the western front it's gonna sweep and everybody got mad and it was funny <laughs> they're all like it's gonna get all the categories if, if it starts winning early if it wins adaptive i'm thinking it's winning if it wins adaptive i think it's win if all quiet on the western front or top gun win adaptive that's gonna be like oh baby but it's, um my biggest issue is it's a remake and mm-hmm. it's a war film i yes. want to see a best picture that's new and fresh and yes yeah, variety in cinema, something new, something that actually like changed, something that was just so refreshing and something that you've never seen before. And a lot of those movies are that um, I feel like the subtleness and just like the world building and tar kind of would catch them. Plus the Tom Fields love from past. That would be I hilarious. Also, um, Banshees, think, too. I also just don't think All Quiet has the parasite effect. Like mm-hmm. it's it is getting a lot of nominations like Parasite, but I think Parasite was like the mm-hmm. clear favorite movie of that year amongst everyone. Like it was yeah. like, it was really like the best film of the year. What people thought deserved to win the most versus I don't think all quiet has that pull. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't have the, the like um, the same like weight of carrying the first international film to win the category. Like Parasite did. It was just yeah. an amazing victory. So, yeah. Yeah, I think for um, Martin McDonough, he has never won an Oscar except for a short. And he has gotten so many Oscars for people, especially when, um, what's it called, Three Billboards came out. That one won everything but Best Picture. And everybody was like, what? It didn't win Best Picture that year? Um, so, because that was Shape of Water year. Um, so I think he has a good chance if they win their uh their screenplay which i have mm-hmm. him or tar winning it's like a toss-up yeah i think that they get original screenplay but if everything everywhere all at once wins original screenplay i do think it's gonna get it i think that's 100 per- like almost 100 percent, almost like guarantee that they're gonna win the screenplay if they win the screenplay they're gonna win the best picture i'm really hinging on that it's gonna be one of the original scripts this year one of the original scripts. And that's why I feel so strongly about everything everywhere, because I think if when it, women talking and everything everywhere, when the screenplays, everything everywhere is winning best picture. Yes. If anything else wins, that's where I'm like, Oh yeah. Something like, it's mm-hmm. just, to me, it's the, it's the category that when whoever wins one of those categories, it's down to them. Yeah. So, so, uh, my parting words are get ready for the tar sweep, baby. Get ready for not to, not to, not to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can't wait for not to, not to. Um, that's all I want to see, to be honest. Yes, that's that's the main thing. As long as I see yeah. not to, not to, and one of the Kiai Kwan or Brendan Fraser win, I'll be have I'll have a happy night. As um, long as I see not to, not to, in its unabridged, in its core form, and not yes. some, some Megan the Stallionized <laughs> thing like Encanto, like they did. Uh, I don't want to we see do anything being <laughs> So that's my only issue. Yeah. Um, I definitely, definitely will be fun. Um, I'll be, I'll be probably like tweeting about this or posting on an Instagram. Um, so if you follow the socials down below, I'll be there. You can tell me what you think and I'll tell you what I think while it's going on. Um, but I don't, I don't think I have many other parting words outside of it's going to be probably the one of the most interested I've been in Oscars for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because the last couple, three years have just been so disinteresting. Ever since Green Book won, I've just like, there's been so many people that deserve to be nominated over other people. 
Um, and this year, I feel like we've had the least amount of that. There's people that definitely got snubbed in movies that got snubbed, but it's definitely there's so many movies that didn't get snubbed that I'm happier there and people that I'm happier there. So I'm definitely really happy with this year and the longest time in forever. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, with that, everyone, we will not take up any more of your, I don't know, morning, evening, whenever mm-hmm. we get this ready. Um, yes. And we will look forward to seeing you next week when you hear yes. all of our love, upsetness, everything, mm-hmm. every emotion you can think of all at yes. once, everywhere. Our reactions <laughs> plus what we watched in the last whatever. <laughs> yes. We got a wrap up that'll be coming up, but it's definitely the Oscar special. I definitely think is the, one of the most important things for us to do right now. And that's definitely what's going to be really interesting. So we'll hopefully be here next week and talking about what, what happened. And I cannot wait to watch it Sunday. Yes, me too. Happy Oscar season. Happy awards season, everyone. Yes. Enjoy your weekend. And Thank we'll you for tuning you in. Yes. Yes. We will see you next time on Mile a Minute. Movie talk. Yeah. <laughs>